Welcome to show 121, Herb Lab, The Mushrooming World of Mushrooms with Jeff Chilton, brought to you by Occupy Medical. Occupy Medical is a free street reach clinic in Eugene, Oregon. We also help people in other parts of Lane County. We are 501c3. You can find us at Occupy-Med.com. And Candace Hunter Creations. Candace Hunter Creations, connecting people and plants to create a healthy lifestyle. Learn more at CandaceHunter.com. And Hunter Creation, where I create your business visuals for the world to see. Reach me at HunterCreation.com. And if you'd like to have t-shirts with awesome graphics on them, reach me also at AceHighHeatGraphics.com. And aprons. And aprons. And aprons and hats. Anything else you can put something on. If I can press it, we can put it on there. Wow. Great. So um, we are talking The Mushrooming Show of Mushrooms, which was a really hard title to say, yeah. by the way. Oh. That's not the so, worst thing I put you through, so no, don't complain. No, no, don't, forget to, don't forget to mention <laughs> the Herbal Nerd Society. Oh, I'm sorry. On the Herbal yeah. Nerd Society. Right, yes. So this show is also yeah. brought to you by the, the Herbal, Herbal Nerd, Nerd Society, Society, which is a member of Herbal Nerds that have decided to come together and join us on our journey in the Pacto Herbalist with advanced herbalism and they get access to all of our old podcasts, all the archive podcasts. They get access to really cool and more um, in-depth articles from both advanced from both Mm -hmm. Sue and Candace, along with the special let's talk series, which is special podcasts that only special spooky. (laughs) I'm so excited. Unique. I'm excited High because end. we've got so many cool Let's Talk episodes. The zenith mm-hmm. of. is like so many, many podcasts focused on a specific right. topic from it's, our special Yeah, 10 or 15 mm-hmm. minutes that are specially recorded for the Herbal Nerd Society. Mm-hmm. So, uh, from can, world famous herbalists and everything. Right. That's you can, right. And right. oncologists. You can join the it's Herbal Nerd Society for spite, just. Hey, wait. Gyrists. But right. Hey, you guys okay. are sneaking up that. that, that we, no, <gasps> don't, no. Oh, don't, don't let out the secrets. No, you can't. No, too many secrets. Shh. All right, you can join the Herbal Nerd Society, like everybody else, for five bucks a month or forty nine ninety nine for the year. So it can be as low as seventeen cents a day. You can't even park on That's a, a cheap street. Date. Yeah, for that amount of money mm-hmm. for twenty minutes. That's right. like, you know, so. Cheap day. Cheap, Cheap day. day. It's education for, for right. y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm with the show. So here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio. Sue? Yes. Did you do a, lot with, do a lot with mushrooms this week? I did. You know, I did. I'm it impressed. Is. Yeah. Are you? Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next. Boy, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mushrooms are uh, part of our clinic, as always. Oh, nice. And the last farmer's market, uh, with our farmer's market, they'll like take off for Christmas. I bought from the local mushroom growers a cluster of different mushrooms. Oh, cluster fun. of mushrooms. One of them being oyster, which fun. Jeff Chilton talked about. Uh, I can't remember what the other ones were, but they were fabulous. Did you get any shiitakes by chance? Yeah, yes. I awesome. Did. I did. I got shiitakes and I got mushrooms and then another thing which will be named later. Okay. Oh, yep. It's a surprise. The mushroom to be named later. It was a pink 
oyster mushroom. Ooh. Did it yeah. taste different? No, I didn't. Oh. But I know that different mushrooms, like blue mushrooms, can be can have a wider range of temperature that they can like they can go they can uh, bloom, yeah, yeah. bloom or whatever it is at, at a, different... Uh, a different temperature at a lower temperature. So you nice. see those, and they have a bluish kind of grayish hue. Yeah, and you see those more in northern climates. Makes sense. So, and the pink ones, I guess, are a little more common down here. And I don't, I don't know. I've maybe pink is tropical. Before. I mean, you know, it's nice and hot, 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 like maybe. chili peppers. Yeah, maybe it is. We'll see. We'll see. You know, when mm-hmm. you say that fun. kind of stuff, Candice, you're starting to um, age yourself there. Hot, hot, hot. We all know hot, I'm old. Hot. It's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. As long as you're aware. <laughs> but oh, having, I'm aware. Having it, uh, you, using that in my food and, you know, making a lovely mushroom gravy and mushroom soups and things. I do I do have a history of just like mushrooms is mushrooms and and it's that is just not true. No, it's not. So yeah, they, the different ones are pretty specific, and it's nice to have the beta glucans in my life. And mm-hmm. I really appreciate the different flavors of the different mushrooms and getting to know them in the woods. Like I'm, I'm looking for them all the time. Nice. I take a walk every day, nice. and so I'm always looking for. Oh, where is this? Even the tiny things. Uh, I have a picture of a douglas fir cone and it has just the mycelium it's not blooming yet but right. it just has the kind of gray foggy mycelium yeah. on it and even that you know initially i would have be a couple of years ago i would have looked and go oh it's just gray or moldy or something like now i look it says oh that's mycelium really? of a mushroom and that will sprout to yeah. tiny little mushrooms on this douglas fir cone Sweet. and that indicates that 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 particular that the environment tells me what that tiny little mushroom is, the species and the genus of it, mm-hmm. and I love Fun. having that information now. Fun. I feel a lot more connected. Yay! Yeah. So, what about you? I have to admit, I've I've done a little bit of cooking with shiitakes, but I haven't done a ton with mushrooms, like in terms of consuming and medicine. I have been looking at the miraculous mushroom calendar, though. Oh yes, and it actually is really really cool. Yeah, it's my new 2018 calendar, and we have orange birch bolites on the front, Mm -hmm. the January mushroom, and they are gorgeous. They're so I'm glad gorgeous. You like it. This is the mushroom calendar that I contract with Amber Lotus to do text writing for these things. And this is a really yes. great company to work with. And and it was fun. Also a little bit terrifying to write the text for these because I just got the photo. Yeah, and they was, didn't necessarily tell you what everything was. So you got to really work with them. They didn't. And they didn't tell me where the mushroom uh, photo was taken, any context. No. So, and sometimes um, it was, it was a, I, I got to be the uh, the Sherlock Holmes of mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure it out which one was which. So no spore prints, no nothing. So if you see something it's, incorrect, then forgiveness. I, I ask for forgiveness. But, oh, it's a beautiful calendar. So I've been enjoying looking at that. I got to admit, I was looking forward to opening it up on January 1st, which I did. Oh, <laughs> so. that's cool. Yeah. And and there is, um, I think there's oyster mushrooms in here because I do these contracts several years ahead of time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There are oysters in there. Mm -hmm. I just took a quick look at the back. I haven't looked at which month they're in. Y'all are going to have to get your own copy and figure that out. Yeah, you find that out. We're not not spoon feeding everything for y'all. Come on. You can do that. Program listeners. Yeah. 
Well, I got to admit, I, I got a little bit distracted by a uh, gift that we got from one of our previous guests. Oh, Christina Sanchez. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. She yep. sent us a little box full of wonderful desert herbs. Yeah. yeah. That just opening it. Yeah. Was, ooh, oh, my God. My just house just, it. yeah, my house, we opened it on the table here and it smelled like desert suddenly mm-hmm. opened up as wonderful. The pinion pine was the thing I smelled mm-hmm. first. Yeah. So. So, so strong. Pine. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I used, she gave us one of the things she gave us was pinion pine in smudge form. Uh-huh. So I ended up using that several times this week. And it was really, it was interesting. Usually I smudge with a sage or like sage with maybe rosemary or thyme in it, but it's sage from my garden because, mm-hmm. you know, it's sage. And I have sometimes used white sage, but I've found that a lot of times, at least in my environment, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to matter that much in terms of vibrational energy. The white sage does not offer a significant difference in the vibrational aspect of saging or smudging the house. They does both, it burn the same? Yeah, they both. I mean, when they're done in wands, they burn this pretty much burn the same. So mm-hmm. I found that that the sage wands that I've gotten from that are white sage, or I think the other one was. Uh, California sage. I can't remember the two. The two that are most commonly found in like herb shops that are already made into into wand form. I've used those, and then I've used the one that I the garden sage I grow in my garden, Mm -hmm. and I find that energetically speaking, it's the same effect. So most often I just use the one in my garden because it's right here, and I can make it myself, and it's fine. Um, So that's what I almost always use, but. This, this week I used the pine smudge and what I noticed about that was that it had a wonderful clearing and like a joyous grounding feeling to it that the sage often clears but raises vibration to almost like make you into a more spiritual place like it brings your your energy up to your head mm-hmm. and the pine did the opposite but in a really positive healthy way so it cleared everything and then kind of like opened up that wonderful, you know, when you get that like belly laughs, that mm-hmm. feeling in the middle, that was what it gave me. It was this feeling of just like joyousness, nice. but deep inside, you know. Wow, that sounds like something great for the holidays. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Cool. The Practical Herbalist Press, that's in addition to our website and our podcast. That is right. Practical Herbalist Press is all about providing really good books and information by written by experienced herbalists. Us. Us, but others (laughs) eventually as well. That's very true. And it's bite-sized information that we research the heck out of. We have medical information out there that we're really doing a lot of research on. We are, we have growing gardening with herbs. We got stuff for about pets, your yes. home, your family. Ethnobotany. Ethnobotany. Mm-hmm. We also put it in terms of the traditional ways we've talked about historic, herbs. Historic. Like yeah. Historic, mm-hmm. whether they're warm and cooling, that right. sort of thing. Mythical and very practical stuff. The Practical Herbalist Press is dedicated to providing the best herbal related books on the market look for our titles on amazon search for the practical herbalist press or visit our website at practicalherbalistpress.com all right well she also had in her so people will send us stuff and this in this particular case um it was christina sanchez of every leaf speaks and she sent us a, a one of her products yes uh wound, kiss. wound, wound kiss. kiss yes okay um 
And then she also sent a creosote honey, yeah. which I had a really nasty, deep burn on my finger. That was a bad one. It was a bad one. It was really deep. That uh, was like a straight off the oven burner kind of burn. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, it went right to the bone. So I put the creosote honey on that, knowing that the creosote's really great for burns and skin healing. And it did a fabulous job. Like I, I would forget about putting the honey on it because it didn't hurt nice so and then uh you know and a day would pass and go oh dang it if i want this, to, do this. <laughs> I want this you want to keep healing when i would use it, it would make such a big difference really yeah. the stringency of the creosote kind of bind that wound together a little bit more because mm -hmm. the gap was open significantly yeah i'm noticing even just looking at it it's it's really well on its way to healing it's yeah, amazing definitely. how fast it's healing because mm -hmm, you saw it yeah have. so that was pretty impressive so a nice uh a nice combination and when i had mentioned the concept of creosote honey to a fellow herbalist of mine uh, he was doing just doing some herbs um not doing herbs he was washing dishes uh-huh and i talked about creosote honey and he stopped doing the dishes and turned around and looked at me like creosote and honey oh huh. <laughs> <laughs> just you know yeah. you see when people get lost in Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. I'd love to take credit for that, but that is not me to take credit for. Thank you, Christina. Yeah, thank you, Christina. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. So are um, there any other? The other thing I did this week, which was also desert herbs from Christina, and some of them came out of that box, but some of them didn't because I got, I met her down in Anaheim when I was down for a conference. And she had given me a little bag of herbs at that time that included herba, yerba mansa, some creosote, and some desert dandelion. And I took the the bits that were at the bottom plus part of the original herbs and stuck them in my little mini crock pot and with grapeseed oil to make an infused oil. Mm -hmm. And then um, so I used also used some creosote that I had gotten from uh, Candace Cook way back when she we, oh. she was like one of our earlier she did the yeah. Appalachian Trail she was also earlier show way back when so the Herbal Nerd Society can look up her the herbs from the Appalachian Trail yeah I don't even remember it's like show isn't it funny how they all kind of blur together and they you think do. you just did it and but then you look back like, like wow. oh my god that was 2013 yeah. shut up yeah <laughs> So that was a while. But anyway, I put all those together, made my little desert oil, and I did that earlier. And then I realized that I had promised my BNI chapter a treat if they had, promised them a treat. <laughs> had listened to one of the podcasts that I suggested we listen to this particular week. So I realized the night before my meeting that I didn't have a treat figured out yet. And I thought, <laughs> oh, gee, I've got to come up with something really fast. Oh, no. Oops. So I made snake oil lip balm. Snake oil <laughs> lip balm. And I used that desert oil as well as some, um, I had some Melissa oil that I had made. So lemon balm infused into oh, uh, grapeseed oil as well. Interesting. So I put those together. The Melissa oil makes a really nice balm and it's particularly helpful if you happen to be um, one of those people who gets the cold sores, especially when you're stressed. Oh, uh huh. So Herpes. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does a really lovely job of helping eliminate that fast and or prevent it. Like if you know you're going through stress and you just start using it, yeah. it really helps. So I put those together with a, I can't even remember offhand which 
I can look up which which essential oils did I use? Bergamot, rosemary, black pepper. Ooh, so interesting. So that's got a little bite to it. That's why you call it snake oil, huh? Yeah, well, that and the desert oil. And there, I was like, oh, the desert inspired snake oil. There huh? we go. So it's not. It doesn't. I didn't have a really strong scent to it. I didn't use a lot, but just just that little bit, mm-hmm, a hint of it. That's mm-hmm. cool. So yeah, I gave those out to my BNI group to all the folks who had listened to the podcast. Did they, did they say, thank you? Is it full yes. of rattlesnake venom? They are. They didn't ask. I think oh, okay. perhaps they looked for themselves. I'm not sure. Or they just trusted me. Oh, trusting Candace. <laughs> <laughs> Always trust the herbalist. Sure. sure. So, yeah, that was fun. I noticed that there was like at least two people I saw kind of took two, but I didn't say anything. I was like, yeah. no, enjoy. Use it. Yeah. Be fun. Celebrate that. Be fun. Uh, for those that, that aren't. Uh, familiar with Desert Dandelion, and and up until now, uh, Candace and I were were some of those people. It's not a Taraxacum. It's the genus is Malacophoxric. Co- Here we go, Malacophoxic glabrata. Easy for you to say. Yes, <laughs> this time's a charm. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> Uh, Malacothrix californica. So it's, it is a, in the sunflower family, but it yeah. is not in the Trotoscan family. It looks a lot like dandelion. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, it's, um, it's pretty impressive. What a, are there other mushroom things that you used? This, this week, week? I have to admit, not a ton. I okay. mean, like I said, the shiitake. I mean, the we shiitake. always use the agaricus. Mushrooms, what? the, the, that's what the, the criminy, the white mushrooms. Oh, those, those, those are the regular. The, oh, I thought the regular bu- those mushrooms. are Agaricus family. Yeah, those they're all, just different versions. Shut of up. It. Yeah, they're just different. Yeah, exactly. You, you didn't tell someone on a podcast to shut up because then there'll be radio silence. Yeah. Oh, okay. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> but the yeah, that was something new mm-hmm. to me. Was if you expose something to light, <clears throat> the different colors that yeah. the membrane will turn mm-hmm. and. You know, mini portabellas is just baby portabellas. It's just you're just, just agaricus mushrooms. The same yeah, thing as same the thing as just younger. Yeah, yeah. So that I didn't know that. Yeah, all three of those are the same mushroom. It's just the amount of light and their age. Yeah, the portabellas, the white mushrooms, and the ones that we all call criminy. The white ones aren't exposed to light. So yeah, yeah I had been yeah. I had been told myths about those mushrooms a long time ago and how sketchy they were and but yeah. you could have the portobellas like that was okay well now i question wait a minute yeah <laughs> if it's the same i i will find out more i will look and find out more and listeners if you have more information and links that you would like to send us then you can send us an email with some links information about it um kindly put to our sensitive sensibilities so you know if you want if you want us to learn we are excited to learn you're learning all the time yeah it was it was pretty interesting i really enjoyed having jeff on the show and i loved having christina sanchez's packet yeah it made it a really nice week it's a good way to start 2018 for sure yes and if you're looking to um help us out help Real Herbalism Radio out take a moment to give us a review on Apple iTunes Mm -hmm. on the iTunes 
and be honest, whatever you think you like. I mean, be honest I mean, about how wonderful. Yeah, I, I hope yeah. we don't just base it on this show, but you know, our our scope of work for the last <laughs> four years and maybe the last twenty episodes that are up on iTunes at this point. So, yeah. love to have those reviews. And uh, till next time, put an herb on it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA. They're not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.